Welcome to the Deep Dive into Agile Marketing Podcast with your host, John Cass. Together, we'll take a closer look at the ins and outs of marketing through an agile lens. You'll learn from interviews with top agile thought leaders and practitioners and gain fresh new insights for your journey. Let's get ready to dive in. Welcome to the Deep Dive into Agile Marketing with John Cass. I'm your host, John Cass, here in Boston, Massachusetts. Today, I'll be interviewing Gassan Sultan, Chief Marketing Officer of Technia, and Lydia Kirby, Delivery Director of Bright Innovation, who works with Gassan on Technia's Agile Marketing Transformation, both of whom are in the UK. Welcome, Gassan and Lydia. Thank you, John. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us today. Well, thanks for joining us. And in preparing for this call, we talked a little about Technia's digital marketing journey for marketing and how agile marketing fits into that journey. Gaston, perhaps you can start off by telling me a little about Technia, and then we can get into some more of the questions. My pleasure, John. Technia started as a very lean Swedish system integrator and a value-added reseller back in 1994. Since then, Technia grew organically and through many acquisitions into major global software and services company, specializing in product lifecycle management, software and engineering services. Seven almost all known industries from automotive, aerospace, life sciences, industrial equipment, food, and even travel and fashion. You name it, we have a customer. Please do visit technia.com look up the vast number of case studies and references. So what was your journey to Agile marketing, Gasson? Right. Back in 2018, I was asked by our previous CEO, now Adnet Group VP, Jonas Geyer, to lead companies' marketing efforts worldwide. Up until then, I was looking after the day-to-day operations of UK branch, where marketing was one of my responsibilities, but by no means the only focus. I was given two major objectives. Number one, position Technia as a global brand. Number two, increase the leads. As far as objective one goes, to be fair, we were and are operating worldwide with 30 offices dotted across the globe. You would think that would be easy. But before even thinking about that, I had the privilege to unify three major brands, Technia, Transcat, and Trinses, the latter ones acquired companies in Dach, German-speaking regions and UK, respectively. We called the project at the time One Brand, One Team, One Process. Since then, we acquired further companies, of course, and the project continues. So, Lydia, how did Bright get involved in the process? Bright started working with Technia in 2019. We were working with Gassan's global team to rapidly develop and define a value proposition that they were taking to market around product lifecycle management in the cloud. So Gassan was looking in the marketplace. I'm not sure how he came across right, but did. And then we started working with the team to look at how over a four-week period we could both define, validate and go to market with this new proposition. That was the first engagement. And then over the last couple of years, we've been working with them on similar projects. And most recently in 2020, the virtual event as well, which is really exciting for Bright Team. Gasson, how important was it to have an experienced team to work with on the Agile Marketing Transformation 
when working with Brian? So when I started again the Global Marketing Report back in 2018, I had no team. In fact, it was one person quest with a few local marketing teams busy with technical marketing. And to be frank, digital marketing wasn't the main purpose. And tell you the truth, it wasn't proven either. Sales did not buy into the idea at all. Building cohesive team was priority number one for me. Thus, external supplier was a must to accelerate the execution of my back of the packet strategy. And so who took the leading role in terms of advocating for the change to using agile marketing? So just like Vivian said, it was more organic, really, what happened. I did my research. I did, Lydia said she didn't know how I come across Bright. So I did my little research online. And at the time, Zoe Merchant and I started the conversation via LinkedIn, which led to a proof of concept, go-to-market fast project we had, which Bright proved they can actually consequently do this job very effectively for us, where agile marketing was first introduced to me at the time. And then the newly formed team, which is, was only a handful of mine, working with Zoe and Lydia's teams, both teams grew and started to become an extended team for me, where agile marketing was almost the core technology we used, if you like. Great, great. So, Gasson, you know, you've been going through your digital marketing transformation journey at Technia. You know, have you had to change your marketing technology, you know, to organize the team? Were you using existing tools or did you adopt some new ones to help with the process? Or are you just using manual process? What's the process that you use? The quick answer is yes. We definitely, I mean, MarTech and the Cohesive Skill team were both top priority of mine. And it still is. In fast-moving digital domain, we can't afford to use the good old uh, Excel sheets and tedious admin work. We just don't have the time for it. We couldn't actually execute the demand we had on us. Remember, we have limited resources and time. Automation and streamlining web and campaign content were and are a must. This year, we are embarking even further For example, we're experimenting with localization, AI, and human-based apps. So we can actually reduce the time when we translate the content. And of course, smooth integration between sales and marketing applications. Our new CEO, Magnus Falkland, and our new appointed COO, Radha Zrelik, are very keen to use the latest tech available to automate our processes internally and marketing is part of it in order to reduce admin generally and increase efficiency across technia worldwide which what we really do for our own customers believe it or not on a day in day out on product lifecycle management systems and of course they are on a quest to reduce costs and increase efficiencies in producing optimum and sustainable products and we should lead by example, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, absolutely. So Lydia, as you supported Gasan and his team, let's get a little into the details. How long were the sprints? Maybe some coverage also of you know how they were using those tools and did they have to adjust the period of the sprints when first setting up Agile Marketing? So we normally work with clients on either two or three week sprints. We base that 
on the project type and what we're looking to achieve for the, over the whole campaign. With Technia, we have been working in three-week sprints. As Gaston's mentioned, there's global teams, there's local territories. That three-week period really allows for the plan-do review process to rotate in full. When we have worked with slightly shorter time periods, perhaps two weeks, it's just not quite enough time to get all of that process in and you find that you may skip some of the review process or something like that. So you know, three weeks has been the piece that's worked really well for us. On the tools, Microsoft Teams, I think anybody has found over the last year or so, as we are now all remote, these platforms of sharing documents, allowing people to chat and also with Technia's Microsoft Teams instance particularly, opening it up to the wider company and allowing the alignment of marketing and sales on some of these projects, that has been kind of a core tool to drive the success of these projects. In terms of project management, we've used monday.com, which we find kind of a useful tool for more of the Kanban approach as well. Gasson, how did agile marketing impact the workload of the teams? Right. If I may quickly describe my career path. I believe it does have some relevance to our subject today and hope somehow would answer your question because it's human related rather than tech related. So after graduation and for the first two years, I worked as a research scientist with zero exposure to marketing. Although I learned that our research papers were shown in press releases and presented to financial market, etc. Tell you the truth, I didn't take any notice of it. And I don't blame my own tech colleagues not taking notice of marketing at the same time. I did, however, compare my earnings with my peers in different industries, and mainly financial and IT, and guess what? Very quickly, I decided to switch career. From science and engineering into IT and media, where I was totally exposed to marketing, and funnily enough, to the agile project management, be it in software development. With that in mind, you can see how agile marketing becomes a very attractive proposition when your boss asks you for a major change and a quick result. For me, it was a no-brainer to pursue the idea of iterative sprint, minimum planning, maximum execution, measure, adjust, and sprint again. My thought experiment was straightforward. Common sense, you have a theory, uh, I guess, let's try it in real life and see if it works. If it doesn't, then we drop it. And guess again, if it works, then we redo and make better. Now, digital and agile marketing became two major pillars in our marketing strategy since, and the team reorganized and evolved accordingly. And that includes sales and technical team, not just marketing. So the sales team's been using Agile as well? Right, that's a very good question. That most important question really as well, because people make all of it happen, not the MarTech and Chinese strategy presentation. And I'm not only referring to the just marketing team. To be frank, it was an evolution rather than revolution. And right team did help by advocating the method. And in fact, I even dragged them in to, to talk to our sales guys. So sales, they changed due to results and this education took a while. It wasn't straightforward, but 
the cells as well as uh, others in the, in the worldwide uh, technia. They change their mind about marketing by us educating it. And I think this agile uh, way of working and seeing results quick, it did help. Was there any right-sizing of tasks with the team You know, on the rollouts? Another way to put that would be, did the entire agile marketing process help the team to understand different projects and different tasks that they did? How did they manage that process in terms of right-sizing them? What we did, because of the complexity of, as I said, there was educational element of it to make certain people not knowing about agile marketing and as well as actually marketing in general and what kind of results digital marketing would bring. So we had a very simple uh, method there where to measure the effectiveness, if you like. So we had simple two-page methods. In first page, we set up the overall objective and expectation. And one of the most important parts is to involve the sales and tech into that page, if you like, and make them part of the team. Right. So the leadership, it wasn't marketing leadership. It was more, say, if it's sales, will be sales leadership or even technical leadership. And the first page had one simple message there. It's what we expect from this, whenever the campaign is. And had to be presented as a very smart objective. And page two, obviously, had the tactics and the execution plan. Then we worked, you know, simple. As Lydia will explain, is execute, measure, and adjust, then redo until we get the results we are after. As simple as that. How did you get people on board with making the change to agile marketing in your team? I think education, I'll say education and results. We had to show them. And I think Lydia had better because she, she actually joined me in educating our team and our wider team. So Lydia, how did you help train the staff coming in? And then also what impact do you have on new staff coming into the organization? So I think Gatherin's point there is really interesting about education and showing by results. One of the really great things that we find about agile marketing is that your response to people kind of questioning it and questioning the validity can always be, well, let's try it let's try it let's see what works you know we're not afraid for things to fail because that's all about learning so you know for us it's brilliant and the gas kind of took that approach as well is really helpful in getting the team members on board from a kind of more practical perspective with training new staff or getting people on board we do have a few introductory pieces around educating in terms of kickoff right this is what agile is going to be this is what you can expect from a practical perspective this is what is expected of you this is all about everybody getting involved and there being a really equal amount of responsibility throughout the agile teams so getting people to agree to that cultural change is certainly really important when looking at training agile marketing is a common sense approach so bringing new people into the process is generally easier than you might (laughs) you might think because once you've explained it they kind of get why and it's really good to be bringing people on that journey and then again you know running sprints having those reviews and retrospectives that you have in those sprint process it allows people both within the agile teams and also externally so some of the wider sales team to kind of see what is going on 
and know that those small projects are really delivering results. Kassan, what's been the reaction of the, you know, the sales teams, engineering and company leaders to agile marketing? You know, how have they reacted to it? You know, is there any more understanding about what marketing does? Uh, I often think that while marketers are good at communicating to their audiences, they're not always good at communicating to the internal stakeholders. How has agile marketing affected transparency and how are stakeholders understanding what marketing teams do and have a better understanding of the workflow? I'll absolutely agree with your uh, conclusion there about the understanding and, and, and so forth. I would say in our case, it's been very positive in capital letters, be it not at the beginning, of course, and I think Lydia would uh, share that sentiment. A few factors did help along the journey. One, sticking to clear, simple strategy. We didn't move from it. We want to be digital leaders and we're going to carry on with this. And we were adamant this is going to be successful. The second, it was the results. We showed results unheard of prior to 2020, which led to the buying from wider technical sales and technical teams. And of course, my colleagues in the leadership team. I think that that kind of results when you have the numbers and you show and you go back and forth with the education again and again. There's no way sales and tech won't be actually taking notice of it. Yeah? And I think this is what happened. And now we call it in the internal team, we call it marketing rather than marketing. So it's more like sales and marketing. And our last kickoff, I had more salespeople than marketing people in my 2021 kickoff. So it's very positive. Great. So you've focused a lot on innovation. Can you talk a little bit more about how you're using Agile to innovate with marketing? I mean, that's really the main purpose of Agile, I suppose. But I I don't always think that marketers focus on that aspect. And it Mm -hmm. should be, certainly. But how can other marketers learn from your experience with the work that you're doing on innovation and using Agile? So the marketing team done very well in 2020, considering the circumstances. I mean, we finally called it uh, marketing from home. We continued seamlessly working totally virtually in every sense of the word. We showed more than reasonable success as far as the brand awareness globally concerned. And of course, lead generation, which is one of the important parts. Without embracing the agile method, I doubt if this was achievable at all. 2021 has its own challenges and of course, high expectation than 20. We will be building on 2020 success and continue improving our customer journey. Now, this is one of the difficult parts because we've been for a couple of years been reactive, but now we're taking a step back and looking at it a bit more strategically. And we're going to be executing bolder and innovative marketing campaigns. And of course, we will be only using the agile method. And the reason for it is I think we can't really come up with an idea like we did in 2019 in November when I came to a room and I said, we're going virtual. We couldn't actually do that without actually doing it the way we did it uh, with the agile methods and we measured we had a stand up what is going wrong what is going right uh, how we can change tax and how we can actually do it faster then the numbers actually 
Lydia can vouch for this. The numbers start increasing from January uh, of 2020. In April 2028, when we launched our first virtual, our expectation was 300 registration. We had 2,500 registration globally. And I think we will be doing much more virtual events like this, as well as some other I can't reveal it just yet as part of our plan for 2021. Great. Gasan, thank you so much for joining us on the deep dive into agile marketing. I really appreciate you spending some time with me this morning, Gasan and Lydia. And thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. It's been great chatting. Great. Well, thanks for joining us on the deep dive. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Deep Dive into Agile Marketing Podcast. Be sure and subscribe to our show and leave a review to let us know what you thought of today's episode. And if you like what you heard and want to learn more, visit www.businessagility.institute.